0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community.
1: Big O, what about you, man? Uh, what's your car life experience like? But before you answer that question, did I see you sipping on something? What are you sipping on tonight?
2: Oh, yeah, man. You know, um, man, You know, I, I, a couple shots of tequila but I chase it down with a little Modelo, man, you know, uh, you know, just get them get them out the way, man. I, I take them.
1: <laughs> Ooh, All right, what kind of tequila, tequila you paper, like? Man. I'm a tequila fan myself.
2: Well, man, you know, we mix it up, man. So my wife and I, we don't really like mixed drinks. So we, we like experiment. So, um, you know, sometimes we, we depending on the budget, we might you know we might spend a little bit. But uh, tonight I'm just on. The, I got a little Jose Quavo. Uh, just a couple I shots. I like some Jose. Know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's nothing wrong with Jose. Hey, you know, a little, little a couple, ice couple ice shots
2: ice of Jose,
1: Jose man. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you know we might switch it up though. But tonight I'm I'm sipping on some uh some Jose and uh chasing it with some Modelo, man.
1: Cold or warm?
2: Uh, you mean the uh the the tequila?
1: Yeah.
2: The room temperature, man.
1: There you go my brother
2: <laughs> hey it, they they don't taste the same it don't taste the same when it's cold man it, it's a little syrupy when it's cold man mm-hmm.
1: yes yep you get it more of the like actual the, flavor tastes, when tastes it's like a, a room temperature like a liqueur yep yes when it's when it's room temperature yeah. you get that but actual the, the beer, flavor the beer,
2: the beer gotta be the beer gotta be cold yeah the beer gotta be ice cold though
1: yeah uh if you take shots are you addressed do you dress it with lime I mean dress it with salt and take a lime or you just just a room temperature tequila and just oh man man. that's me too me too.
2: Yeah yeah come home come home from work you know throw a couple on back you know you know just wash it down with some beer man you know my wife she might have to she might need a little fruity juice to uh, to rinse it down with but I'm good.
1: (laughs) Cool man what's your car life like what do you enjoy?
2: Um, so man, I'm a car guy, man. You know, of course you gotta be a car guy to be a detailer, right? So, um, you know, man, uh, we work on a lot of different cars, man. Um, you know, so the cars that I work on usually always kind of motivate and inspire me. So, um, anytime I'm in the market for a car, I always kind of think back on some of my customers' cars. So, um, you know, I can, uh, I'm in my garage right now slash my man cave, but, um, for example, you know, I'm just I'm a I got my wife's car, which is a Hyundai. We didn't have this one for a few years. It's a Equus. They don't even make these anymore. Uh, so that's just a family car right there, man. But then this is the this is my toy right here. It's a little C7. Good job. Um, you know, I like I like yeah, I like muscle man. So wow. I like When I, I like when I like when I rev that engine. Uh, I like when I rev that engine. The car needs to rock when I rev that engine, man. You know, some of these cars. <laughs> These cars that I work on, they you know the, the, the they they tone it down the motors, man. You know with the the EcoBoost and all that, you know. So you know the rev you rev the engine, it don't even rev up, man. So nothing against those cars, but I'm a muscle car, so you know I got these two, and then my shop my my daily driver is a, a Durango RT. So you know we just did exhaust and cold air intake on that, and um uh, we got a little mild tune on there, so nothing too crazy. That's the daily driver right there. So uh, all my cars are V8s, man. No fuel efficiency over here, man.
1: <laughs> Who cares about the gas, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: man. We don't all, we all, we all worry about gas prices over
1: here, man. Yeah, I don't play I mean, we don't really... I mean, th- that's a good thing about the Midwest and Oklahoma, Texas, somewhere through here. We we don't really worry about gas prices either. We don't. I mean, most of I, us I here in, actually... I was in I was, in... was going to say most of us here actually enjoy the higher gas prices, right? Like, I mean... There's so yeah. much economy that goes through the Midwest of oil. Uh, it, it, you know, it is what it is. I don't mind. It doesn't really change fluctuate. We're only at like $3 and 50 cents here. So
2: Man, I was in LA last weekend. I had to fill up my rental. The, the thing was like $7 a gallon, man. <laughs> oh, uh, that's the first time. That was the first time I ever was like, golly, I was at the gas pump and I was shaking my head, man. Usually, uh, you know, in Atlanta right, right now, it's, um, for premium you're probably about 450 per gallon uh, mid-grade you might be at 413 or something like that but man la was seven dollars man i was like man gotta get up out of here man
1: yeah seven bucks that's crazy uh cooking with nick is that why tesla so popular through california
3: <laughs> that's part of it i guess We're booming right now, dude. Like, our orders are coming in like crazy. Just to give y'all some idea, we had, man, this was last week of the quarter. We're all, you know, we're trying to get things out. I put, I detailed two cars. I put one up on our display pad at 11 a.m. It sold and delivered by 11.15. I did it again, exactly the same at 1 o'clock, and it delivered at 1.30 whoa
1: people were hungry to get their car huh
3: dude it was swarm we delivered every single car that we received and then some yeah so like some of the leftover like refurbishment used cars that we did that quarter those sold too but everything was selling within minutes like literal minutes
1: crazy so you've uh this what i was saying earlier i was going to come back to you and then we kind of went around the room before we get back to you you're a gearhead. you're a you're a guy i mean listen i had a blast riding around florida <laughs> oh, and oh, it's a God. smooth ride brother walk <laughs> us you. through walk us through your ride what all you've done to it what, what um, got you into to doing that into cars what is it about your car life that you love to go through and mod out
3: um it's it's just seeing people enjoy the car period that's that's what it really boils down to is is seeing that enthusiasm and that's why i got into detailing because it was an outlet for me to enjoy the car more and you know it all started when it when i I drove a mini for the first time i was shopping for my first car i was thinking okay maybe a kia soul practical or a mini and i I had no idea you know a car could be fun until i got into a mini and it like it,
4: it just completely blew me away
3: so that launched me into that whole thing. You know, I screwed up my car trying to wash it wrong. That launched me into detailing and that whole thing. But just the fact that a car can be an outlet of creativity. It, it can be a creative outlet and it can it can be used to to say things and, and show motives to the whole community is beautiful to community. see. Because you can take you can take it any different direction that you want you could slam a mini on its nuts or you could lift it to go off-roading i mean you could go a million different directions with every car and seeing that grow and and seeing everybody do different things to these cars is just fascinating to see and be a part of and i just love being able to be on the ground with them and help them love their car more and that's why i like detailing so much
1: you mentioned the word "fascinating." What was fascinating is to see Derek get into the back of that Mini Cooper. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who was back there with you? It was that me was... and Dustin. It was Dustin. It was or me it, and Dustin. Okay. We're
5: laid up in the back, and we're going through. And I was like, we kept hearing the tires rub, and I'm like, Nick, I apologize. about to
3: have to your car? Yeah, but we, we kept
5: hearing out. the t-
1: kept hearing the tire rub. I was like, Derek, hold your breath, man. Like, hold your breath. <laughs>
3: Hey, I think my car actually rides smoother after that. I think it like, some oh, wear yeah, I'm pretty sure it, it, it like legitimately rides smoother.
1: We got out and we checked the tires though. We checked the rub. <laughs> we good. checked it, a lot. Like
3: It was good, man. I'm about to do a whole refresh on the car. I'm redoing everything. So stay tuned for that. It'll be probably a six month process, but we're, we're going to go through every, everything I can interior, exterior, and just redo it all. So.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Everything, huh?
3: Yeah, I, I was thinking, you know, I was putting money aside in my head. I was mentally allocating money to buy a new car. And I got to a point where I was like, all right, all these reasons I want a new car. Can I just do that to my car? And the answer was yes, I could. I totally could. Oh, I want a new car, Bluetooth, and Bluetooth ready wouldn't. Go in a car that rides smoother, I'll soften my shocks. And it just went down the rabbit hole. So, big things. Big things coming.
1: Big things. All right. We're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to it as much as we're looking forward to constantly seeing that Tesla stock rise. Took a dip a couple months ago, but man, that thing is on. It's a rocket ship doing this. Like
3: I'm feeling good. It's just doing
1: this right here.
3: (laughs) My, uh, my, uh, future down payment for a house is looking mighty fine right now.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Brandon from Shawshank. What about you, man? What's your car life like? I unfortunately
6: gave up my car life uh, when we had our third kid and bought the truck. Uh, actually, I bought a Ford flex, then a truck, um, <laughs> but my car life used to be, I, it's I like the
1: Ford flex, man. I like it I did. I loved yeah. it. It looked like
6: a toaster oven,
1: but I enjoyed it. <laughs> They're cool cars, <laughs> but um,
6: it was adrenaline. I just loved it. Um, driving, especially on a cold day, my car, I changed every bolt on part. Just as Nick was saying, every bushing, every mount, I did even three different sections of the shifter bushings and the weights and weighted it and made it super short and notchy. Uh, Suspension, turbo intake, driving down a cold day and you get into the power band and it just sinks you into the seat and then you shift and you hear, oh man, I, I miss it. I miss it very, very, very much. And um, what I did for a living before this, I was a sales manager, but I was also the APR guy for a Speed Shop, which is uh, Audi Performance Racing. So I was the guy you would call to tune your car and to add all that those parts on the car. And I miss it very much.
1: <laughs> uh, the very first guy I hired at my car wash, uh we still stay in touch with, his name's Ryan. He actually still uses uh, whenever he gets... Cause he's that way, man. He's, he's getting cars nonstop. Whenever he gets another car, he, he brings over to me to put a ceramic coating on dial it in, get it ready for him. He maintains it. He's a wash, you know, he'll wash in his apartment. He, he cleans them. He's, he's still meticulous. It just never stops. Right. That that you mentioned, like once it hits, that's what happened to him, man. And He's been nonstop. He just literally cannot stop. Always modding, always changing. It's that.
6: I was just, like I said, looking to lower my payment. And then some of the cars I see for sale, I'm already looking at what I could do to them. (laughs) Uh, I'm looking at like a Volvo T6, which you can mod. Um, I'm trying to be smart and not go after a couple BMW X5Ms, which are 600 horsepower SUVs twin turbo v8s um, Oh, I, i'm trying to don't do it smart and not go back into my old place all right
1: so why <laughs> right derek's saying yeah. no nick unmute yourself again nick's over here going like no no nick why yeah. why no um,
6: it's a high maintenance that. item because the turbos are on top yeah of obviously yeah but there's yeah. things you can do to mod it
5: to make it no, fun it's not
3: worth it trust me it's not worth it that do? do Don't.
5: But, Brandon, you imagine pulling I up would. to a detail in one of those? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. You imagine pulling up, like, you get rid of the truck you pull, pull up to the dealership and out there and be like, oh, who's that? Well, I
6: was who's thinking with guy? a shop because <laughs> I'm not going to be driving as much. I can get something a little better on gas. And that's not going to matter that much because I'm not driving everywhere. But like you said, um, my type of clients are going to see that and appreciate it. Where a lot of people would think they're gonna think you're making too much money off them, but they would actually be like, Is that an X5M? Like they, they yeah. you know,
5: but I got the guy that has that uh seven series that I did with the M package, um, he ordered one, he just ordered one, uh X5M, and they keep sending me pictures, like it's coming, it's coming, and I'm like, all right, man, as soon as it comes in, like his, it's his wife's car. He got the seven series, and his wife's got the X5M, and I
2: cannot wait. Like
6: Well, and like you said, Marty, it doesn't end if I can't do that um i eventually want to get a project car to build with my son so i will be a car guy again i've just had to sacrifice it for a little bit
1: (laughs) that's cool man you want to build one with your son i i really wish and that's the thing when i talked about my dad would have these big books and he would go out and he would he would he would sit i remember every weekend right i'm playing i'm shooting baskets i'm doing whatever and i'd come back in and he'd be sitting at the table studying, studying how he could fix whatever problem was going on with the cars. And I I I really wish and there was a moment where I, you know, as I got a little bit older, um, you know, I, I tried to get him to to walk me through how to do some stuff. And he just didn't have the patience for it. It it just wasn't him, right? They it, it wasn't in his, his wasn't good marty uh, were
3: you the kid uh, with a with a flashlight like hanging there helping your dad <laughs> look at teeth the bolt?
0: And, and
1: then and then i that didn't even me. hold the flashlight right
0: oh uh, you can you you I was can't just, yeah you can't
5: i'll no. was, was be my dad no yeah.
6: no marty in all honesty a lot of the things i do with my kids are because i didn't have that you know what i mean so I, i'm trying to do it with them and that's why i do like the, the arcade room that's why i always bringing them somewhere i'm always doing something with i'd never had that so i'm trying to give it to them
1: yeah, yeah good for you that's when i had my daughters that's what i did too i mean yeah. you guys remember photos they would come to work i'd I'd bring them up to the warehouse or we'd go do detail i mean i i always tried to interact as much life as i could with my kids because i'm the same way my dad didn't do that for me like he just he, he could never figure out how to work through all the difficulties of a spastic little kid right we we can all imagine as we've all talked about the different things that go on in all of our minds the add or you know how spastic we are like he just couldn't figure out how to teach a little kid how to help him change brakes right like how to change oil how to fucking hold a flashlight right like because i was moving it i was i mean fuck there was a squirrel right like goddamn squirrel <laughs> Like, so that's awesome man i'm glad you're doing that dustin what about you i know you said you're a truck guy i am too my my fondest memory with a uh a buddy of mine who's a gearhead his name's Stuart. i've mentioned him before he, he's in oklahoma city he's actually a pilot now he's always been a need for speed kind of guy he was a guy that if you guys have Remember the story of when Volkswagen, uh, GTIs came out back in the nineties, he was the guy that bought one of the very first GTIs because his dad was, uh, his, his dad was one of the most prolific, uh, um, dental surgeons. So if you got your tooth knocked out or you had something like he was a dental surgeon, not a dentist, he was a surgeon. So they were very well to do He was a good friend of mine. He's still a good friend of mine. And he, he, and his dad got a GTI. They, they did all kinds of stuff that you could do to it. We raced everybody we could find. I was in the passenger seat, just going, you know, so, you know, I, we had a lot of discussions because I had an S 10. I was always into trucks. I, I've never really been into speed. I would always have jokes with him like, yeah, you might beat me to the next place that we go, but I'm going to have the big truck that you might beat me, but you're so low. I'm going to just run right over you and you won't even be able to beat me to the next one because you'll be demolished and I'll be on, right? I'm, I'm a fucking 15-year-old kid. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. 16, you know? So Dustin, what is about trucks that you've always liked? I've always been a truck guy myself. Why did you choose trucks instead of a car? Oh,
4: uh, man. Uh, I mean, I, I've, I've actually never owned a car flat out never owned a car um i I like them but just never bought one right um you know i always needed a truck riding racing dirt bikes growing up all that good stuff so it was the only option for me so you know high school i had a jacked up ford ranger you know it was always mud tires bonfires you know getting wild on the weekends but uh you know as i grew older that's how I,
1: you like bush latte god damn it Now <laughs> we know.
4: that's right but nonetheless you know i got into diesels and just really like what you can do with them uh, i mean put a little bit of money into it turbo fuel the right tuning and as long as you've got the transmission to hold it uh you can put some serious power to these things so a little you know, bit dustin yeah yeah. so i mean rolling up next to a you know a sports car or whatever (laughs) it thinks you're just some heavy diesel truck and uh you know four-wheel drive boost launch from a red light is a good time um so that's kind of what we're working with with this uh dodge i just bought a couple months ago um it'll probably be about 600 horse daily driver you know just enough to have some fun with like my like my ford was you know it was i think like it was right around 593 is what it should have been fun truck right um but when i buy a car you'll know it because it's either going to be a 08 or newer uh porsche cayman or maybe even a 911 we'll see but oh, that- you're going
1: to go for speed you hadn't been a, you hadn't been a car guy, but you're gonna go straight to speed, huh?
4: Yeah. So, and that's what I've always had my eyes set on. If I'm buying a car, that's what it's gonna be. It's not gonna be a Subaru WRX or something like that. No offense to those guys, but you know, or a Mercedes Benz, whatever. If I'm buying a car, I'm getting what I want, and that's what I want. Um, until then. I'm going to get the adrenaline rush from some clapped out diesel trucks. And, you know, you're running 120 miles an hour on 35 inch tires down the road. Yeah, we'll we'll just take the boost with what we got. But I mean, that's a big thing in my area, right? I mean, we've got a big car community, no lie. But uh, really? yeah, tr- I mean, I mean, trucks are, I don't have a beer. So, um, but trucks are a big market here. Everybody loves them and that's just kind of where i ended up right dustin uh, yeah
6: uh you you were great a couple of weeks ago reached out gave me some great advice and with trucks i gotta admit i love my truck love the v8 got exhaust intake it sounds great like you say it said four-wheel drive launches are a lot of fun surprising some sports cars it's only like 400 horsepower but get a gti it will change your life
4: Uh
0: yes or a jetta gli same thing with but not a a hatch Uh -uh. Uh uh-uh uh-uh bro we just got i just Uh -uh. got a mark 7.5 and it's impressive for 228 german horsepower
6: no they're great cars but that gti that that frame that suspension everything that car is built you're saying an 08 cayman if you get even a gti from like 2011 it would crush that 08 came in. yeah but here's the tuning. thing
4: I like the Porsche in, yeah. dude like the so, body well it's gonna
6: have more g-forces they handle great it's a great car I'm just saying like just like Marty said that car I was talking about driving on a cold day that was a GTI Marty's talking about his friend with a GTI like you gotta own one in your life man I'm telling you yeah.
4: <laughs> my, my buddy my buddy has one that pours the black smoke and you know it's tuned deleted get a turbo on it's a cool car right but for me i've had sport bikes in the past you know we've got a lot of mountains here so it's twists and turns and you know there's not much that gives me that super adrenaline rush uh other than like a sport bike so
0: i got your solution dustin you should look into um, a website called flying miata's
4: oh god Justin, that, i got a that, question what?
0: they're they ls there it's a website dedicated to ls swat miatas you, if you want something that's actively trying to kill you and you're going to be on your toes the whole time that's the way f- they, they go for anywhere from about 20 to 30 grand and i mean you got the most reliable v8 ever made it's worth every a, penny in, Look, a, in, in so, a teeny little <laughs>
4: And
6: it's about as dangerous as the first Dodge Viper. Like, yeah.
4: (laughs) Hear me out on this. So, so there's a kid out there where you can LS swap a Fiero. That's just a recipe for success. A couple weeks ago, my buddy and I were talking and we're like, you know, we can pick a Fiero up for like 3,500 bucks and put ls <laughs> swap this fiero i've got a buddy
0: and, local here that yeah. actually swapped uh the pontiac uh 3800 supercharged no it's the v6 it's the 3800 supercharged yeah, out of yeah out of the out of the 90s grand prix he swapped that into the back of that with a pulley and it was making like 480 horsepower then he threw a 100 shot of nitrous at it and he's running like 10 seconds at the quarter mile in this shitty little rusty Fiero and it's blown everybody's <laughs> mind and he can't blow it up. He actively tries to blow it up because it's the Pontiac 3800. He can't blow it up.
1: Listen, well, that Fiero was was a mind blow. It was a mind <laughs> blown for when it came out. It was a mind blown when it was around. Like It was an incredible car.
7: Dustin, would you be interested in getting a, since you left trucks so much, would you just be considering a, a side-by-side? Like a Polaris or something like that.
4: Uh, all my buddies have side by sides, man, and and we've thought about buying one. But like I said, you know, I, I like I like dirt bikes. You know, always had a dirt bike race my whole mm-hmm. life. So side by side is you know good for beer drinking and going night riding. But uh, yeah, not my cup of tea. I, I, I if I thought I'm you buying... would
1: go with like a diesel car though, no, I. I...
4: No, like I said, man, if I buy a car, you know what it's going to be. Uh, either that or I'm getting a single cab uh, Chevy 1500 short bed with a 4.8 liter. I'm putting twin turbos on it from China, <laughs> and I'll spray it with all the nitrous so that it, it can take a fat ass. <laughs>
1: blow well, what about those have. old, do you remember those Ford Lightnings? When the yeah. Ford Lightnings first came out, those things were badass. The little yeah, ones,
4: yeah. the are shit, man. Like, like the, I, I don't know. We had one in the shop a while back, and I just – I didn't like it. But
0: uh, – I don't know, man. Them trucks of the 90s hit different.
6: <laughs> what was that GMC turbo truck? That thing was gnarly. The
4: Cyclone. The, the yeah,
5: Cyclone. Dodge, Cyclone. Dodge was, has was, that, uh, like, B12. There was a Typhoon uh,
0: truck.
3: Yeah. Dodge did have the SRT
0: 10 with the with the yeah. V10. And they didn't even try. You know how most most manufacturers, if they swap a motor from a sports car to their truck, they'll put like the badging for the truck on it. No, if you look under the hood of an SRT 10 uh RAM, you're gonna look in the hood and it's gonna say Viper on the valve covers. They didn't even try to hide the fact that it was <laughs> yeah. just the Viper V10. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why we love Dodge,
3: right?
5: Yeah. Forgot.
7: <laughs> the TRX, they just make it look so muscular, like. I have it in the garage, and I just look at it. And I'm like, "What the? F-? It's like it's like a big WTF when you take when you take a look at it. Just the way how they make the fender flares, the way it sounds at idle. It's like, wow, I it's would love a tear. Pure muscle. It's just pure muscle.
0: There you hey, Brady, go, you boys. Now
1: y'all talking
2: about some real cars. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Big O's ready to get in. Now we talk muscle. Big O's ready. <laughs>
2: oh, hell. Hey, I
1: love, Big O, I
6: love my V8s, man. I love my truck. I love V8 cars, but, man, those, some of those German Ford bangers will crush some V8s.
2: I <laughs> believe man. it, man. I believe
0: it. I believe I'm one of them, dude. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, the it. thing that motivated me to mod the hell out of my Camaro was right after I bought it, I got my ass spanked by a GTI that had bolt-ons. So I'm yeah. like, all right, that's that. Time I really think on. it's
7: like owning a V8, it's just like – that ownership of like that idle when you turn it on cold start the whole experience is all surreal that you don't really i mean yeah you have the four banger you have the turbocharger and all that stuff but from like a big heavy engine that's producing a lot of horsepower and torque i mean it's it's just a little bit of a different experience that some people just don't sound the sound
6: is i wake up my neighbors every time i start my truck but real quick (laughs) before this meeting ends I don't know if anybody knows, New York just came out with a law. We can't even modify exhaust or so you go to jail for 30
0: what? days and find- Wait, wait, what? Yeah. It's time yeah. to move, Brandon. That's unacceptable. Wait,
6: all of New York State all or just all here? In New, New York City? New too? York State. So the car community and the car guys here, there's no more.
0: Brandon, Brandon, come to Michigan. We got the same shitty weather, but there's no emissions laws, no exhaust laws, nothing. Same. You can do whatever you want. If I'm, I'm in the moving, worst I gotta get out of the adventures. shitty
3: weather.
5: <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Brandon, when did that
6: pass? Uh, about a month ago. The governor, on the news, her exact words were, ex- "Loud exhaust is has no use other than intimidation." <laughs> <laughs> so,
5: yeah. Yeah. Harley's and sport bikes are loud. What about motorcycles?
6: Do those they, count too? They're, they're included.
5: Whoa,
6: right, so go, say a, that again. Yeah.
1: The state of New York has now passed what
6: they passed the law that you cannot modify any OEM exhaust at all. You can't do cutouts, you can't do cat backs. you can't do down pipes, you can't do anything.
1: Yeah, Lee. So we were talking, we were talking earlier about change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine all those those shops that that's what their bread and butter has been. Yeah. I I'm mean, they, my friends gotta... and
6: I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah.
0: So they Brian, got out, man. I, I don't know about you guys as a whole in you are next to the woods, but around here we've been having a lot of catalytic converter theft, people cutting them out and taking them to the metal recycling plant. Uh, And a lot of people always ask me, are you concerned about this? Like what, what have you done to prevent them? Like, I just cut it out myself and go sell it and weld in a piece of pipe.
6: <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say you lower your car. That's well, a- <laughs> my, my, I mean, my car's on its
0: nuts, but still, so they like,
6: can't get to it.
0: I don't think I've owned a car with a catalytic oh. converter in it, for like the last eight years, I was, I I was worry about I was Damn. careless
6: too, so I understand. Yeah. Last year in
7: the Bay Area, a lot of people were doing that across the Bay area, and then you'd see a lot of people doing that, and you'll see accounts in Facebook Marketplace selling catalytic converters. It's like what um, the heck? They're yeah. smart. <laughs> Making money, right?
1: All right. We got two last things, Derek, before we hop over to you. Um let's check in with Nick and see what that nope. You're chomping down. Did you already eat it? Man, yeah
3: I'm I'm halfway through the thing. It looks like a bowl of bark at this point.
1: Can we see it? The... I
3: want to see it though. Can I please see it? All right, all right, fine, all right, fine. You get to see the nasty ball. I'll see the nasty ball. It looks good. Man, fight me. No, <laughs> that's a, that's a good looking
6: barf, dude. Listen, hey. I need that barf. <laughs> hey,
3: the whole, the whole pretty face bowl is on my Instagram. For you guys who don't know it, it is it's underscore grooms on Instagram and it's pretty and nice. And you know what? This is a pretty damn fine bowl. I hit this on the spot.
1: So. Nick, have you had picanha? I wish,
3: dude. I wish. <sighs> I've seen the Google Foods episodes about it. Um, if you guys know who that is, look up Google Foods or um, sous vide everything on YouTube. He's a guy. Um, I don't know where he's out of, but he he's like this meat crazy meathead. He has a meat dealer, and he buys like slabs of meat, and he he buys wagyu like A five wagyu pacanya, heinously expensive, but it is the god tier of all meats, and it is some serious food porn if you guys like that. I've been so, dying to have some, but that is way too expensive for me.
1: So, my wife got some for my birthday.
3: Oh my God, I hate you. Mm.
1: That's all I can say. Yeah, I just Where's my it. invite.
3: Where's oh, my it was invite?
1: incredible, man. It was literally one of the best steaks I've ever had. It was amazing. Yeah, it was so good. So good. All right, uh, Dustin, we were talking earlier about change. So, Just real quick, uh, just wanted to come back to you because you've done some, as you've come onto the pub, you've made changes over the past six to eight months, right? A year, right? Like you have adapted your business for a reason. You've, you've undergone not only changes from correction and coatings to bringing in products, you've, you began to evolve, right? Like we all need to change. And so uh, before we get over to Derek, I just like I told you in a text, you know, you're like, Hey, uh, you know, first of all, how was the date night? Date night was good,
4: very good. Yeah. very good. Yep, got some Tyson chicken nuggets at uh Buffalo Wild Wings, so
1: that's it. I don't know, <laughs> I like B dubs. I thought Wednesday night was uh chicken finger night, chicken finger oh. night's Wednesday night, isn't it? I don't know.
4: I don't know how the place is doing business. This went that so far downhill, but my wife wanted those, uh, the Flamin' Doritos wings that they just came out with, so that's really the only reason we went, but uh, yeah, they've went that too far downhill. I, I I suspect they'll be closing within the next, the next couple of years. Oh,
1: they make so much money off of beer. They ain't closing anyway. It doesn't matter what their food is. Yeah, but
4: it's like I was telling her. I was like, you know, there. This place used to be like bumping, and there used to be hot chicks that worked here. And now they're, you know, old raggedy, and it just ain't listen. Post
1: Corona, restaurants have changed. I've said that nonstop, nonstop. <laughs> it's tough to find good people in restaurants to work just like everybody else is finding that it's hard to hire people. I agree with you, man. Most of those places that used to be that cool little spot to go into and you, you know, you, you got some good vibes in a sense of what you're talking about, some good hot candy. It's fun to be there. Yeah. That's hard to find now. You're absolutely right. But, so they've changed and it seems like they've changed for a worse. You're changing for the better is what we were talking about earlier just give us a couple minutes of what is, what does change look like for you? What did you see that made you want to change your business model? And, you know, what's that look like?
4: So for me, I I took a little bit of, uh, you know, what's been discussed on the podcast and, you know, over the last year of, uh, making vol, you know, making money doing volume, but also making money based off your quality too. Right. Uh so for me it was finding that fine line, um, stepping away and learning that not every vehicle needs that correction. Um, and it, and it's okay to code over those swirls and you know all that good stuff that we don't want to do. Um so I, I took the approach of let's do a lot of one and two year coatings. Um hey, if people don't want to pay for a polish, that's fine. We'll code it anyways um you know if it's a one or two year coating, let's do it um i also made the changes of learning how to upsell being comfortable uh, you know you're you don't have to be a salesman you just have to put it out there just to ask them hey do you want a glass coating it's going to cost you 49 dollars. most yeah. of the time heck yeah let's roll with it. you know that type of thing and uh just being comfortable with yourself, being yourself and, and uh, you know, building your business around customer relationships Um, be more than just their detailer, talk to them, get to know them, service their vehicle. They'll keep coming back. Um, So I have taken a lot of what I've learned from this podcast specifically Because, unfortunately, there aren't a lot of detailing podcasts out there that actually provide value um, other than this one, straight up. So uh, just taking what I've learned, you know, putting that into play, taking some risks, some risks, too. So, I, I, you know, I used to be that guy like, hey, we're only doing top notch details. And, you know, if your vehicle is getting ceramic coated, we're doing, a you know, at least a solid one-step correction on it. You know, it's going to be this high ticket. And when I stopped detailing for my ego and started detailing for the customer, I made more money. Um, It's just understand that. Put your ego aside. Quit worrying about, you know, the other detailer down the road that might see your left behind. Scratches because you didn't do a paint correction don't care don't worry about it slap that coating on give them what they want collect your check and make the customer happy build relationships man that's that's the biggest thing
1: all right i needed a couple guys because we were getting some feedback but that's right i think didn't we have an episode where we talked about that you said like that was a big fear of yours that if somebody it if your customer had it in their garage and somebody else looked at it, they would question it. Was that, I think that was you, wasn't it?
4: Uh, I don't think it was me, but uh, I, I mean, I probably mentioned something like that because that, yeah. that was a of mine. Yeah. But once I got over that and just started slapping on one year coatings on everything that had wheels on it, dude, who gives a shit? You know, these customers aren't going to see what we see. And, uh, you know, they want to, they want to coat it. They want the ceramic coating. They want their bugs to wash off easy. They want their vehicle to clean better. Um, they don't care about the, every little imperfection, right? Um, I had a via, a Subaru come in not long ago. The customer had no idea how bad this thing was. Uh, Brandon, I think I sent you some pictures of it. Just It looked like they washed this thing with a Brillo pad. And, uh, you know, It came in for a one-year coating, and I hit them up. I'm like, hey. this 2020 is in rough shape it at least needs a one-step polish so I did a pretty heavy one-step correction on it and spent like I spent probably two hours doing this correction on it and it still wasn't good (laughs) like the after result it was you know 75 percent better but when I still looked at the paint under my lights I'm like this thing looks horrendous right But I pulled that sucker out the sun, and it had a mirror finish. (laughs) My lights, it did not. (laughs) It looked like hell. But nonetheless, I gave them what they wanted. You know, I might have had five hours into it. You know, whatever. Let's put them coatings on and roll with it. Uh, You know, so – just doing a lot of that this year, trying to get more, you know, do more of these one and two year coatings. Um, yeah, we'll do the three and five year, but to be honest with you, I'd rather do one and two year coatings with no paint correction straight up because they come in, you put a couple hours worth of work into them and you put them back out the door. Um, that's that. So I, I've, you know, structured some packages where they can get an interior detail with a one year coating that's a big seller for me. I like it. It works for me. Maybe it works for your market. Maybe it doesn't. Um, But right here in West Virginia, that that's what pulls the money in.
1: Well, I think most people are starting to really realize that. And there's, there's been some, uh, well, some semi viral stuff going around about you can now coat without correction. Right. And And it's interesting. I, in 17, 18, 19, as I began to put out, Well, content, in a sense, one of the struggles that I had was where the industry was and that you had to do these full corrections. I've been very open about it. Like my transition, my change was from my customers. They didn't see it. And I would have to actually sell them on it, which is fine. That's part of doing sales. And it was all good with it. And I was all good with spending the fucking 14 hours that it took to achieve it. What made me stop doing it? They would get in their car and go, looks great and drive off. Yeah. You don't understand what I went through to achieve this. You don't get it. And they didn't, they never understood it. I stopped fighting the way the consumer wanted their vehicle. And it just made sense. I mean, it, Derek you're probably one of the longest listeners that we have that's here i mean <laughs> it, it's it's awesome to see now that people are going to start they've started over the past months but it's it's coming a little bit more quote unquote viral you know uh, we've mentioned before we've had David Fermani on he's a he's a yeah. proponent of this too he he was one that kind of did this post. It kind of went semi-viral and he's going to be on talking to other places. And he's going to tell people that and other podcasts are now going to start and other, other companies are now going to start. Like they're now going to start. Great. We're excited, right? They, there's so many people that will start to change their business to meet the customer's needs. And it could have been done a long time ago uh it's it's insane isn't it like, like the longest person that i know that's that's been listening that's that's active it's cool yeah cool isn't it
5: oh yeah it's 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 kind of crazy it's like uh it's taking a long time i mean i think it's almost been like what five or six years uh we were talking that and then uh i mean even me i got caught up in a lot of it where like you're saying like i always tell like i had to i had to correct the cars and then uh, for me, like kind of like what Dustin was saying, um, I did a brand new car. Guys said it was a mirror when he bought it. car had 200 miles on it. I walked up, parked the garage, got my lights on it, and I'm like, holy crap, this thing is messed up. But what hit, what the worst part was when he came out when I was halfway done going,
3: man, that
5: side looks great. And I turned around and said, sir, I haven't even done that side yet. Like I've only done the other side. And then that's when I kind of, I literally was holding my polish in my hand, looked over my stuff. And I literally just looked at the car and I was like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I doing all this extra work? His, and it didn't help that his wife, I mean, I love the customer wife coming out and talking to me. They're always talking to me, you know, stuff. But I literally looked at the thing, grabbed my primer polish and then just finished up the car because I came back two weeks later to do a, or, you know, do a maintenance wash. And I just, I told him I'd do it for him real quick. And I looked up in the window and he had the car wash sticker slapped right on there. And I was just like, all my hard work that I'd all done on that one side was all gone. Like all, all of it was gone. I wish, I'm gonna take a picture so I go back. And then he hit a deer and then the body shot got to it. And then I just, you know what? As long as the customer is happy and he keeps, and he's recommended me to so many other customers. And I've made, i kind of, you know, quote made my money back on charging, the, you know, $1,300 or whatever for the car. I made my money back because now I've done his buddy's car, his wife's car, his, his father's car, his the wife's father's car, like the tuner's or neighbor's cars. And like, granted, it did take a little while, but I remember I, I almost wanted to slap myself. I was like,
0: Nerd!
1: Oh, I don't know. I thought we were raising our hands. I was let's raise my hand. I was going to give you all a right. virtual high five there. I don't, just, yeah.
0: Oh, I, all right. Cool. I, oh, I don't shit. know how to I know how to put the hand up on my phone, but I can't find the button on the laptop
5: i don't know i got a question yeah
0: with the way that technology is advancing with some of the uh hand applied clear coat systems you know like the 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 layable clear coats with that lay on like a ceramic but it, it actually is a clear coat that goes on with a you think that polishers and polishing as a whole maybe in the future are going to be kind of a dead industry in the way that how thin paint systems are getting and with some of the we can fix these by adding to it uh
1: there's got to right there's always a change there's always evolution there's you know cooking with nick you can probably speak in this and some of the the issues that tesla finds with people are seeing teslas that sometimes there's paint sometimes they're not sure what it is like there's all kinds of stuff that goes on from a factory does does do they actually start changing? Does, does somebody come in and see all the issues? This is what's uh, the amazing about entrepreneurism. Like, does somebody constantly continue to see all the issues with GM paints and the, all the different paint systems? And does somebody eventually begin to put down a way to change that? We're, yeah, yeah. That's we're really close, right? There's other people that put out stuff, too. Everybody that's that's been around has known that I've been testing a, a way to put down a product that puts down clear coat. It, it 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 adheres to the paint. It it actually instead of removing the paint and instead of removing clear coat, we're actually adding to the system instead of removing. So yeah, I think that I think that eventually you you, you got to go through. If there's always a problem then there's an entrepreneur that's going to solve it. And So yes, I think that somebody will eventually solve it and I think that there will be a way. I don't know that I don't I don't think that people will sit behind the polishers for fucking 14 hours like I used to do. I don't think that they will. It's part of my evolution, part of my change. How do how do I, you know, as Julian as you walked out and you said there's a 17-year-old kid, how can I give you a product that that 17-year-old kid can wipe onto the paint polish it off and the customer thinks it looks at it and goes you repainted the car and you go i didn't repaint it i just added to your paint system Uh, right Oh, sorry julie nick had a he was
3: i was saying like that that's kind of like my bread and butter you know like you talk about tesla paint issues and stuff like and, and people flagging that to the factory that's my whole job every ounce of that (laughs) everything that i do every service order i create guess who sees that factory and they make changes all the time they fix things they they're actively involved in that and they see it and they hear it but they need somebody on the ground to talk to them and that's my job as the leader of my team, to see these cars coming in from the factory, identify the defects, write the servicer to fix it, and talk back to the factory and tell them the feedback on the ground of what we're seeing. So as you guys were talking about, paint getting thinner and thinner, and these cars still have to go with a good quality. And I may have to take off some paint to get the car to the deliverable quality. All this feedback is going to go back to the factory, and that standard is going to keep changing. And it's, that, that, that's my job as a whole it's, it's to keep that feedback live with the factory. And what you guys are seeing in it, on in you know, post delivery, um, post all of my doings, all that feedback from, that you guys are giving to, to what you guys are seeing in the field, I'm taking that into consideration and giving that back to the factory and they're making changes that, that are tangible.
1: So, most
6: manufacturers don't do that, Nick. um I'm living off the defects at the dealerships I go to, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately, if they don't see it within 24 hours off the truck, they can't even send anything to the manufacturer. So it's it's really sad, and and just real quick, what Marty said: new Mazda paint. I've been doing a Mazda dealership lately. Mm -hmm. If anyone here's worked on a new Mazda lately. You can go through that paint in two passes with a blue pad and a heavy compound, Ooh, so like careful. all the way through all the way. Very the careful. That, oh my god, dude, no. it's so thin. Be very careful.
3: I'm gonna, I I'm oh, give Gage you just so important. Here. Yeah, I think it's all really right, Let's
1: cool. uh, let's continue this talk next week, right? For We're sure. already now over two hours, it's <laughs> it's it's way too long for a, yeah, too much an episode. Fun. Uh, this will be interesting to, to dive into next week. Let's top into it next week. Brandon, uh, I'm sorry, not Br- uh, Derek, uh, let's get to that tab out question. Like I said, we're, we're over two hours now. It, let's, let's dial this thing down. So my bad on letting it run so long. It's been a good one. This is a good tab out yeah, question. We're glad we waited for it. Uh, what's the tab out question of the night?
5: All right, guys. I had this one uh, for last week because, guys, know I was not on last week. I was in, actually, in North Carolina um, for, but it, it was a grueling training, so I could not. It, 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 was, it was too much. So, but uh, All right, guys, here we go. You guys are male strippers. What is your stage name based on McDonald's food items?
1: I got uh, one. Yeah, I, I'm going first because I, okay. You know, I've been sitting on it two weeks. Uh, <laughs> it's a great question. It's super funny. Uh, well, let's go ahead and say Brandon from uh, Tim's. He couldn't be on tonight. He sent in a video. He's got an overflowed toilet problem, and he showed yes, it from yeah. the downstairs. <laughs> you guys can understand what that means. He's got a lot of ceiling problems. That's going to be a major issue. Uh, Brandon from Thames, we wish you all the best in, uh, in working through that. That's not fun uh, at all. I had a, a dishwasher, uh, I mean, a washing machine and some uh, a, 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 a pipe that clogged, and we were running all this stuff, and suddenly all of our toilets started overflowing. So it's not fun. I, we wish you all the best. His was Big Mac. His was the Big Mac. Uh, mine is, and I, I just I think it's fun, is mine's Happy Meal. Uh, I want you to be happy soon. Hey, <laughs> shell out that dough. You're happy. I'm happy. Everybody's happy. We're going with the happy meal. All right, Lucas, you're up, brother. We'll go around the room. Actually, you know what? I'll go backwards since Julian said he got it. Julian, uh you said you got it. I'll go backwards. Yeah, it was. Uh, we'll go with you.
7: Related, but uh, it's definitely a stage name for sure. It's called The Asian Persuasion. <laughs>
1: Oh. All right, you oh. gotta do McDonald's. So mm-hmm.
7: yeah, you already took the Happy Meal one. So I'm gonna pass on this one. Maybe I'll mix them up and made it on.
1: I mean, there's got if there's anything in McDonald's that went Asian. Szechuan sauce. What's there? There you yeah. go. Yeah. Szechuan. Okay, Szechuan, 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 Szechuan. Szechuan, yeah. Szechuan sauce. That's a good, Ooh, that actually, a good
5: one. That works out.
7: Yeah, that's good. That's good.
1: Ah, nice. All right, <laughs> Dustin. What's West Virginia doing for a, a male stripper at McDonald's?
4: Oh man, I, I'm the Eminem McFlurry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
5: oh, McFlurry.
1: Oh, no. That's nice. All right, Brandon from Shawshank. McNuggets.
5: <laughs> I just hear him have me on the stage. McNugget. And he just comes running out. i I'm, like, I'm sorry.
3: I'm sorry. Alright, cooking with Nick. I was gonna say mini McFlurry, but Dustin kinda of stole my thunder. So I'm gonna to have to go with like uh, a vanilla dip. Or
1: a super supersizing. What about supersizing?
3: No, I'm I'm tiny. I'm a tiny human. You tell me. I know
1: that that's what would make <laughs> it funny.
3: <laughs> what if McDonald's have the tiny, like a mini cherry pie? A mini cookie? Oh, do you have mini McFlurry. Me,
1: Yeah, since I took Cappy Meal, yeah. Excuse me, yeah.
3: In the mini meal. I would say wacky pack, but that's chronic.
1: Oh yeah,
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> that's good. All right. Big O.
2: Man, look, hey, when I'm on stage and I'm looking down at them ladies in the audience. Just go ahead and call me filet the fish, man. <laughs>
0: filet the,
2: <fish. laughs> the fish to the stage. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do it to the stage.
5: <laughs> we got filet the
2: fish. It's like, oh, oh. Hey. Like,
1: <laughs> I like it. All right, Lucas.
0: All right, I heard this a long time ago from my old boss. We got we got this secret menu item around here. Where you order a McDouble and a McChicken, and you combine them together to create the McDicken.
5: No. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: No. Oh no, bro! I didn't <laughs> know secret menu items were on were on the table. Nick, oh. you can you can you can change your answer. Uh, I'm the McGangbang. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait. Wait.
0: Wait. Wait. Doesn't it require more than two?
5: That's the mystery, man. That's, that's
0: the mystery. Inch, inch,
3: inch. I think it's what? Like two quarter pounders um, mm. with a McChicken in between it? Mm. Strong. Something like that? Strong.
5: That's <laughs> more than a
1: mouthful, huh? All <laughs> oh, day. All right, Derek. Close it down for us, brother. What's your uh, tap out answer?
5: I, I, I was thinking about this one. I had double quarter pounder or uh I, I thought it was hilarious to be like called the uh, I'm here to the stage the mcrib and then I come strolling out covered in barbecue sauce. I don't know why I just thought that could be hilarious. Like
1: dude that those ladies would be running to the stage to lick it up listen i would be a lot of tips. A lot of tips. You'd have to watch just the tip there just, just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip, <laughs> just the just, tip huh? <laughs> Uh super fun, guys. Uh <laughs> it went now two and a half hours. We got to do better. We we shouldn't be talking that long. But oh, that was so good though, Marty. Yeah, great conversation. Thanks so much for everybody I hopped on. Uh Lucas, brother. Uh I and am excited to see where you continue to grow. I uh, thank you so appreciate much for it. always what you come on and you're there right at the start. And I really appreciate it, man. No problem. Uh big O, it's a pleasure to see you, brother. Thank you for I'm hopping on to your first time, man. It was great to see you. I'll Nick, we'll go check out your foods. Unders- Nick underscore, no, it's underscore grooms. There you at, go. Uh, at Instagram, grooms. we'll go check it out. I'm excited to see it. Brandon, once again, man, congratulations, brother. It really means you don't know, right? Like I told you it took me six months to get an account. You, you nailed yours within a couple months, man, so great job brother uh dustin success as always you continue to grow and i'm glad you had a successful date night and we're able to hop on man so keep rolling uh julian it was a pleasure glad you can hop back on we'll see you again next time guys thanks so much for everybody here at the community have a great night guys
0: see you guys later
1: Hey, this is Marshall. Wow. What a great episode. I know it was long-winded. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Hey, why don't you be a part though? You listen. As other people have said, they listen and then they come in. Why don't you be a part of the community pub? It's every Wednesday night, 730 Central, Zoom ID 918 You can give some really great input. There will be people that would like to hear what you have to say. Don't be shy. Don't sit in the shadows. Maybe you need to make a change. Maybe your change should be how do you begin to let people know how you handle your business? Somebody could learn from you. As you began to intertwine yourself into community, it'd be really cool how people will grow from you as well as you grow from them. That is why we have a community. Hey, this is Marshall. Hope you make it a great day.